Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, May 16th. U.S. equities are mixed to start the week after coming off a six-week losing streak for the S&P 500. A slew of concerns continued to hamstring conviction, notably the aggressiveness of the Fed's tightening campaign and persistently elevated inflation pressures. Worries about slowing economic growth also weighed on sentiment, and the markets also digested softer-than-expected April retail sales and industrial production out of China and an unexpected drop into contraction territory for New York manufacturing output in May. M&A News dominated the equity headlines, with JetBlue launching a hostile takeover of Spirit Airlines and Carlyle Group agreeing to acquire Mantech International in a transaction with a total enterprise value of about $4.2 billion. Treasuries were higher, with yields cooling a bit after a recent jump, and the U.S. dollar lost ground after rallying to 20-year highs, while crude oil jumped and gold prices were higher. Europe diverged amid the host of headwinds, with the ongoing war in Ukraine exacerbating the skittishness, while Asia finished mixed as China dipped on the data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 27 points, or 0.1%, to 32,223, while the S&P 500 Index decreased 16 points, or 0.4%, to 4,008, and the Nasdaq Composite lost 142 points, or 1.2%, 11,663. In moderate volume, 4.4 billion shares of NYSE listed stocks were traded and 4.8 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil jumped $3.71 to $114.20 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price traded $15 higher to $1,823.20 per ounce, and the dollar index was down 0.3% at 104.58. In equity news on Monday, in M&A news, JetBlue Airways, ticker symbol JBLU, launched a hostile takeover of Spirit Airlines, ticker symbol SAVE, offering $30 per share tender offer for the company, valuing it at about $3.3 billion. The offer comes as Spirit rejected a recent JetBlue offer of $33 per share in favor of a previously agreed-upon $2.9 billion deal to be acquired by Frontier Group Holdings, ticker symbol ULCC. JetBlue said it would be willing to re-offer the $33 per share for the company if Spirit negotiates with it in good faith, subject to receiving necessary diligence. JetBlue also urged Spirit shareholders to vote no on the quote-unquote inferior high-risk and low-value Spirit Frontier transaction at its upcoming special meeting. Spirit Airlines traded higher and Frontier Group Holdings also rose while JetBlue Airways was lower. In other M&A news, Carlyle Group, ticker symbol CG, announced an agreement to acquire national security program solutions company Mantech International Corporation, ticker symbol MANT, for $96 per share in cash in a transaction with a total enterprise value of about $4.2 billion. Mantech International rallied over 15% and Carlyle Group traded lower. 
Shares of Carvana, ticker symbol CVNA, rose after the company late Friday laid out its operating plan in light of the current industry, macroeconomic, and financial market environment that has seen its stock fall nearly 88% even after today's gains. The online platform for used vehicle sales said it is focusing on three areas, growing retail units and revenue, increasing total gross profit per unit, and demonstrating operating leverage. The company added that it is elevating selling, general and administrative expense leverage, profitability, and positive free cash flow as priorities. The markets remain choppy as they grapple with the ultimate implications of persisting inflation pressures and expectations of an aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening campaign. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, along with chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, and chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discussed the volatile market action in our latest Schwab market perspective, downshifting. They note how the markets have become more volatile as economic growth slows and investors worry that the Federal Reserve will overshoot in its effort to control inflation, potentially raising interest rates sharply enough to tip the economy into recession. If the Fed sticks to the plan its officials have been suggesting, it will be one of the most aggressive rate-hiking cycles in recent history. Meanwhile, international stocks outperformed U.S. stocks as yields climbed and investors sought out stocks with more immediate cash flows, which tend to be more prevalent overseas. You can follow Lizanne, Kathy, and Jeff on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders, at Kathy Jones, and at Jeffrey Kleintop. You can read all of our market commentary, including our latest article, Stock Market Volatility, Schwab's Quick Take, on our Market Insights page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday, the Empire Manufacturing Index, a measure of activity in the New York region, showed the index unexpectedly fell back into a level depicting contraction with a reading below zero last month. The index dropped to negative 11.6 in May from positive 24.6 that was posted in April and compared to the Bloomberg estimate of a decrease to positive 15.0. The disappointing report came as new orders and shipments both fell below zero and the expansion in inventory slowed along with prices paid but inflation pressures remained severely elevated. However, employment growth accelerated after the prior month's slowdown. Treasuries were mixed and yields have been choppy as of late following a recent spike as markets anticipate tighter Fed monetary policy following the early May 50 basis point rate hike, which Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article, 50 Ways to Leave Your Mark. As the Fed launches a series of rate hikes to try to cool inflation, check out the latest offering from Schwab's Director of Fixed Income, Colin Martin, and Director of Fixed Income Strategy, Cooper Howard, titled Eight Questions on the Bond Market and Rate Hikes, where they provide their insight into some of the most frequently asked questions they have received this year. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was up one basis point to 2.59%, while the yield on the 10-year note declined four basis points to 2.89%, and the 30-year bond rate increased two basis points to 3.10%. 
The economic calendar for tomorrow will deliver the April retail sales report, forecasted to show a 1% month-over-month increase, while sales ex-autos and ex-autos and gas are expected to post respective gains of 0.4% and 0.7%. The Fed's industrial production and capacity utilization report for April will come just before the opening bell, with the former anticipated to have advanced 0.5% month-over-month and the latter to nudge higher to a reading of 78.6%. After trading begins, the May NAHB housing market index will be released, with economists calling for a level of 75, down from the prior month's 77 rating, and April business inventories will complete the docket, with a 1.9% month-over-month rise expected. In international news on Monday, European equities finished mixed to kick off the week amid festering uncertainty and uneasiness regarding monetary policy tightening implications after recent rate increases out of the U.S. and the U.K. Moreover, the recent rise in interest rates and the U.S. dollar, coupled with signs of slowing economic growth that have been exacerbated by COVID-induced lockdowns in China, remained sources of uncertainty in the region. Persistent inflation pressures that have been amplified by the ongoing war in Ukraine and the ensuing surge in energy and food prices have forced central banks to tighten monetary policies. Bond yields in the eurozone were mixed and rates in the UK added to recent gains. And Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop offers his latest commentary, hedging stocks against rising rates. Jeff notes how investors should consider hedging the possible risk of higher interest rates with the addition of short-duration stocks, a potential way to manage risk while remaining invested in the markets. In economic news, German wholesale inflation cooled month-over-month in April to a 2.1% increase from the prior month's 6.9% gain, though the year-over-year pace rose to 23.8% from March's 22.6% increase. Additionally, the eurozone trade deficit widened solidly, but slightly less than expected for March. The euro and British pound were slightly higher versus the U.S. dollar. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was up 0.6%. France's CAC 40 index was down 0.2%. Germany's DAX index declined 0.5%. Italy's FTSE MIB index dipped 0.1%. Spain's IBEX 35 index ticked 0.1% higher, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.2% to the upside. Stocks in Asia finished mixed to begin the week, with the global markets looking to resume volatile action amid the backdrop of tightening monetary policies in the U.S. and Europe, the recent rally in the U.S. dollar, rising interest rates, the ongoing war in Ukraine, and signs of slowing economic growth. The markets did get some reprieve late last week as China indicated that COVID-related lockdowns, which have exacerbated the global economic uneasiness, could soon ease. Meanwhile, the markets digested some disappointing Chinese economic data, which showed April retail sales and industrial production both fell more than expected year over year. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his latest article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. 
In other economic news, Japan's machine tool orders for April preliminarily slowed to a 25% year-over-year pace of growth from the prior month's 30% gain. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.5% with the yen holding on to last week's gains that trimmed a recent drop versus the U.S. dollar, but China's Shanghai Composite Index dipped 0.3%. Hong Kong Hang Seng Index, Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index all increased 0.3%. Finally, South Korea's Kospi Index traded 0.3% to the downside. The international economic calendar for tomorrow will include retail sales and the tertiary industry index from Japan, the unemployment rate from France and the UK, trade data from Spain, and CPI from Italy.